welcome in to episode four of Lewis Tape. I am Harvey Couch alongside Jeff Colath. And uh, thank everybody for joining us this week. We are um, once again going to delve into the live catalog of Widespread Panic. Uh, this week we're going to roll back in time uh, a short 15 years. <laughs> uh, we're going to head back to uh, spring 2002. Which was a uh, you know a unique tour really. Um, we we were you we were talking about this offline. I, you know, my recollection of that uh, tour or that time, I guess, uh, you know, was that there had been some some rumors about uh, Michael Hauser's health, and you know, kind of hard to really you know know if it was true or not. But um, certainly the fact that they came out in the spring and it was just a um, seven-show tour uh, uh, in four cities uh, just in the southeast seemed pretty, uh, you know, telling. Uh, at least, you know, sort of how, how I looked at that and, and some other folks. And so I made a point to get to, uh, to three shows in this tour. I went to Asheville and then uh, I saw the second two nights of Oak Mountain and and certainly those are some of the, um, those moments are, are pretty, uh, strongly impressed in my memories of, of, uh, touring with this band. But, um, so what we're going to do we will, uh, this week, we'll, we'll look at, um, let's see, four different passages, uh, from this tour. And, um, and then next week we'll do four more. Um, and sort of the theme tonight is we're going to do a little more, uh, upbeat, uh, rockers, quote unquote. Uh, and then next week we might, uh, we're going to kind of slow it down a little bit and, um, get, maybe get a little misty, a little, a little emotional. Um, but Jeff, you, you, we were talking, you, you, you weren't super familiar with, uh, with these shows or, or, you know, these recordings. No, I mean, this was, you know, honestly, I was, I was trying to think back earlier today, like, where was I? What was I doing 15 years ago? And uh, I was in grad school 15 years ago. So, um, you know, I had kind of, I wouldn't say detached myself from the panic communities at, at that point, but had kind of, you know, it was one of those things where the impetus to drive hundreds of miles to go see a show wasn't as strong as it was probably a few, a year or so before. And, you know, that's what I was really trying to recall was, you know, what did I know? How much did I know? And I think it was probably just stubbornness on my part, because I'm sure you probably tried to convince me to go to Oak Mountain, um, considering I had never been. And, uh, you know, in retrospect, um, I, you know, listening to the shows, there were some pretty special moments there. And um, there's really a beautiful piece that's on Panic Stream um, on the um, on the page for 426, which you're going to get to a little bit later, a guy named Drew Davis wrote this really nice recollection of of the Oak Mountain shows that I read um, last week, and kind of nice. just kind of set the mood for for for, for, what, for what all this was. And again, I think it's probably you know the probably the seven most emotionally charged shows maybe that Panic has ever done because of, you know, it's just sort of, they were kind of melancholy and you could see, you know, John Keane played on a bunch of the stuff and the transition was, was happening before everybody's eyes. Mm -hmm. And, um, but again, it didn't, it didn't stop the band from really giving it their all. And, you know, and we'll hear tonight some, just some incredible performances by, 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 by Mikey and the boys. So it's really, it was a great way to end. That's for sure. 
Yeah, no, and, and I mean not to take away from the you know summer tour, and, and you uh, you know I always wondered like did they uh, sort? Uh, I like to well I don't like to think, but I mean I always imagined that they really thought maybe this was going to be it. You know that this mm-hmm. would be the last tour that that Hauser would play, and then um, and but he you know he managed to play what I guess maybe six more shows in the summer it was it two two Bonnaroo and then Dallas um, and Red and Rocks Dallas. and the seven and then so Cedar seven, Rapids. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I don't know, you know, what, what what they were expecting, but I think what this was the only ones they knew they were going to get, right? And so they they made sure to make them special. Yeah, and it's I mean it's definitely saying, you know, in in a way, again, without having JB or somebody sitting here with us, you know, right. it definitely it definitely is a way of saying goodbye to fans fans that were they were especially beloved, you know, Raleigh, Asheville, Savannah, Oak Mountain. Um, Bonnaroo obviously was a festival, but they were one of the first, you know, one of the first band, one of the big headliners for the first mm-hmm. Bonnaroo and, and then obviously Red Rocks too. And then, you know, I always found it fitting that the last show Hauser did was in Cedar Rapids because that just, to me, was just such a panic thing. You know, like the, it, it wasn't, the last show wasn't Halloween. The last show wasn't New Year's Eve. It was in Cedar Rapids, Iowa on some on, random on a tuesday <laughs> on a tuesday you know it's just that is it's such yeah. a panic thing and that's one of the reasons why we mm-hmm. love this band right it's just it, yep. it, any night any night could be special and um and that's what made you you know get in the car and go right well uh you know let's go and get and get to the music the the thing that that really struck me you know revisiting these shows is um just like the interaction from the band or i'm sorry from the crowd mm-hmm. with the band um just really being like, you know, engaged on every, you know, solo and change. And, um, and really, I think, especially the Oak Mountain shows later on, it was like, it was almost like every time that Hauser took a solo, everybody cheered. It was really uh, pretty amazing stuff. But so we'll kind of go chronologically tonight. Uh, we'll start uh, the second Raleigh show, April 20th, 2002. Uh, we'll, we'll load up in the middle of the first set. Uh, ride me high into Arlene into and it's Stonely. Yeah. 
a grin and it dropped us up the road. We saw the swim and jumped right in, not to mention the fishing pole. You just heard April 20th, 2002, the second of two nights at Walnut Creek, Raleigh, North Carolina, spring 2002 tour, Ride Me High, uh, into Arlene, into End It Stone Me. Jeff, you uh, you got anything? 
to respond? Yeah, I just I love this version of Ride Me High. It is it is just raunchy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, JoJo, I mean, definitely seemed to revel in making the song even more innuendo laden than it already is. <laughs> but Hauser's guitar in this on this version is just is just dirty. It's great. It's a it's a it's a fun version. And then you know, again, it's the John Keane shows up uh, and during the end, it stoned me with some really nice pedal steel. Um, it's just uh something always it's one of the you know it's one of, it's a it's a mournful sounding instrument so maybe it was, it was really fitting that that was uh, a fairly common thing doing this little seven show run here yeah you know and his pedal steel really it just like fits so well with hauser's sound mm-hmm. you know i just uh, they they just they play off each other so well um in that ride me high about 4 minutes in you know, Mikey's solo, you just hear the crowd reacting to it. It's just, uh, it kind of gives me goosebumps. And then mm-hmm. uh, during Stone Man, this is sort of a theme. Maybe we'll talk more next week. But um, like every time I heard JB sound, uh, change a lyric in this tour, I just like, you know, I would put as much innuendo into that as possible. <laughs> and so uh, here in the Stone Me, he changed the, uh, the sunshine in his eye into lightning in his eye. Mm. For whatever reason, that just sort of struck me. Um, but this is a really nice passage here uh, from from the first set. Uh, so we'll we'll move on. Uh, we've got a lot of music this week, so I want to make sure we uh, we get, we get squeeze it all in. Um, we'll move to the next night uh, in Asheville, North Carolina, and um, I was at this show, and this was um, you know seeing seeing um hauser on stage you know he really was much skinnier it just sort of seemed skinnier and and for whatever reason it just seemed like everybody in the crowd um it was just like we knew right i mean not everybody but it just seemed like everybody had the you know knowledge and the rumors going in and for whatever reason we're just sort of reinforced once we once we saw them out there but um we're gonna we're gonna jump in here the second song uh of the uh first set um really nice hopeless world to start off and then uh, and then they drop into diner so we will uh we'll join the join the band here as they uh get the first set going here at civic center Asheville, north carolina april 21st 2002 
Monday from the Civic Center in Asheville, North Carolina, April 21st, 2002. That was Diner. Um, as they wind that down, they, they pick up into uh, Bears Gone Fishing, which at some point in this podcast I'm sure we'll play, but it's pretty high on my list of least favorite panic songs, so I left that <laughs> off. <laughs> Send your complaining emails to Jeff on that one. <laughs> But, uh, th- yeah, this is a nice version, uh, and I, r- I really like the sort of the crowd uh, response on, on Hauser's first solo. Uh, and, um, yeah, no, I just thought it was a good uh, good sort of establishing, you know, moment. You always, always like a real early diner, just sort of uh, mm-hmm. let you know you're in for something special. After the they, they play the show in Asheville, they actually played in a... A show the next day at the Music Zone, and uh, with with uh, without Mike and uh, Vic Chestnut played about the first half of the set with him, and and John Keane was playing guitar and pedal steel, um, the whole show. So it was broadcast on WNCW, and uh, again, I think that was just sort of a sign that you know Mikey needed the day off or for whatever reason. It was just sort of. Uh, Interesting that he wasn't there for that. But then after that, a night off, and then they head down to Savannah, Georgia, uh, and play at the Civic Center. And this is a really, uh, this is a really good show. It was hard to kind of pick uh, a single spot to uh, to highlight. We'll, we'll play the encore next week. But um, you know, the, the Avis Red Hot Mama, who do, who do you belong to? Opener is really is really good. Um, the closer of the first set, Greta Woolly Coconut. Is good and the machine bar stools in the second set is good. I mean, it's really there's their highlights throughout the show. I know you wanted to play clinics in it, Harvey. I know you really well, were itching <laughs> to do that. Well, you know, I was, it's funny. I was listening to uh, to the encore of four twenty eight oh two, which I think we'll get to next week, mm-hmm. which has down in it. You know, and uh, it made me realize, that, you know, Todd is pretty underrated songwriter i don't know that i would consider him an underrated singer necessarily but um i always enjoyed you know clinic and down and you'll be fine i will i'll give you the last two i won't, <laughs> I won't, I won't give you the first one on that one but we're and, not here to be critical this episode right and what was the was counting train cars is that the one on, on ball yeah was, i think you know, one was not, too, yeah. No, none of those are terrible they're fine um all right so anyway moving on so what we ended up settling on for uh, this show was uh, the the song leading into drums, which is uh, Airplane, which is obviously um, a Mikey song and really a, a spotlight kind of show, oh, a song for him with the uh, with the jam out of it. And so um, we'll we'll ramp that up and and they play that into drums and we'll we'll fade it out right as we get into drums.
All right, that was Airplane from the Civic Center in Savannah, Georgia, April 24, 2002. And again, listening to this for the first time, admittedly, um, there are two things that really struck me, and it's the fact JB's vocals are really up in the mix um, in this one. And he's, you know, clearly he's um, and singing with a lot more um, in enthusiasm and just generally passion i think than some other nights where he really lets mike kind of this is one of mikey's showcase songs obviously for for a lot of reasons um but the thing that really struck me is how kind of like what you were talking about before how how involved the crowd is i mean you can hear the crowd singing along um during the chorus and stuff and it's 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 really great i mean it's it's a good version of the song but i think that just kind of takes it to another place i just love the fact that you can jb is so up and singing with Mike. And I know mm-hmm. that, you know, again, I wasn't at these shows, but I know, you know, reading reviews and seeing photos and stuff, how much singing, not necessarily with Mike he was doing like he did before, but singing to him. Yeah. Um, no, which is, sure. which is really special. Yeah, I know this is, uh, I mean, this airplane is one of my favorite, um, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just cornerstone set list kind of, you know, wherever you place it, uh, you know, you can really, take a show from average to really good. Yep. And, um, and this is a great spot for it leading into drums here. So, um, so yeah, so that was uh airplane from Savannah. Now they'll take a night off and then head to Oak mountain. And that's how they wrap up the spring tour with three shows in Pelham. And we'll play some more stuff from, from these shows next week. But, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, you could probably spend several shows, <laughs> Playing all, I mean, it was really hard to to make decisions on what to include and what to leave off. Um, but you know, we talked a few weeks ago about um, about strong openers and uh, and announcing your presence of authority, as you put it. And um, I mean, I don't know that you can. I mean, as far as like a three a three song uh, one two three punch, uh, this is about as good as you can get, I think. So it's a it's A of D cream puff war fish water, and um, for kicking off a three night run, I think this is definitely a, about as good as you can do. So uh, we'll play it and uh, come back and uh, wrap up this episode. Bless all you soggy warm hearts for coming out and spending the night tonight.
That was the opener of a three-night run, Spring 2000 at Oak Mountain Amphitheater, April 26th. AFD, Cream Puff War, Fishwater. And, uh, you know, we, we had our in- first instrumentals uh, episode last week. And, um, you know, I, I, I have an hard time arguing with, like, an instrumental opener at every show, honestly. I mean, it's just like you pick your, your instrumental, and I will take it as an opener, and it gets me going yeah. every time. I agree. <laughs> and I also want to apologize because one of my, you know, like premises going into the show is that, that we wouldn't like do repeat. Like uh, ideally it would be like three shows between a song. right? And, <laughs> and it, it took an all of, you know, the fourth show to bring a cream puff war back <laughs> after, uh, after a single episode. Uh, but uh, this is, I just couldn't not include this segment uh, on this anniversary podcast so that's my my uh, excuse is that you know we had to play it this week for the anniversary and um and i just i couldn't i couldn't do something on spring o2 and not include this afd cream puff fish water it's it's really strong and it's definitely worth playing and you know if we need our laminated gary sheets that we that can might uh, be, that maybe that's what we need maybe that's so, my problem is i don't have like a you know a marked out laminate sheet i think i can uh i can arrange for one of my interns to put that together for us yeah, I want an intern. <laughs> I love that's that's probably. I oh mean, there's so many good good scenes in the Earthless Swallow You, but that is certainly one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the scene with Gary. I mean, obviously, probably JB and Mikey on the front porch doing driving songs. Probably my favorite. Sure, single segment, and there's so many other good ones. But um, but yeah, no, I love Gary backstage <laughs> doing the set list. <laughs> the method to the madness. Yep. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that was the opening, uh, from that first night of, of Oak Mountain and love the, uh, love the JBism to begin the, sh- to begin the uh, run of bless your soggy little hearts. <laughs> uh, and, and also notable, this was a, the last A of D that, uh, that ever, that Mikey ever played and did, I don't know, the band, band hadn't played that since, oh no, actually they did. I colored me corrected. It brought it out in 05, it looks yeah. like. Well, that shows you how much knowledge I have about things that happened after July 2nd, 2002. <laughs> with, Sam, with Sam Holt on guitar, it looks like. So. Oh, okay. All right. But then they, but then it came back like yeah. permanent style, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Um, anyway, this was the last one that Mikey played. And um, so this was the first of two episodes that we'll do on uh, on spring 2002 as we celebrate the 15th anniversary of this uh, short but momentous tour. And, uh, and we'll be back next week with some more. Anything, any closing thoughts? I think this. I think everybody's got a pretty good uh, sense of uh, what, what what this tour is all about. And if you haven't heard it, that second set on four twenty six is monster. Um, they were they definitely meant business. And uh, at the start of a three show run, they they wore everybody out, and then they had two more nights to go. So it was it's a great run. Yeah, I I I went to the next two nights, and I have to say, like you know, waking up the morning of the twenty seventh and seeing the set list was like one of my lo- i mean it was just like talk about like just crushed like oh my god i mean miss werewolves and bowleg and all that stuff it's just oh so but you know i saw two really good two sh- two really good shows after that so i'm not gonna not gonna get too greedy and we'll get into them next week all right well thanks jeff thanks everybody for listening uh be sure to check us out lewistape.com follow us on twitter like us on Facebook and you know interact. Please feel free to give us suggestions or thoughts or comments, uh, any of those things. So we appreciate you taking your time out and uh, let, letting us nerd out about Panic a little bit and, uh, and play some music for you. So uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>